0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to, once again, another episode of Maxi Mind Matters, with your host, with the most, the Mexican, the man with the plan, if he can do it, no one else can, Mexican, coming to you slightly early in the week, because we gotta go to the dentist, we gotta see our man, Dr. Patel, infinite smiles, we gotta get our teeth cleaning done, that's why we're up this early. Now, before we begin today's show, I had a lot of questions over the last week, mainly about last week's podcast. A lot of confusion among my running fanatics, people that follow me because I'm a legend to them. Whether you run a half, a 5K, marathons, whatever have you, makes these a big deal in the running community. And just to the regular Joe Schmoes around uh, social media that want to do what Mexi does. So I wanted to take a few moments to start off by clarifying. Because apparently, Mexi was all over the place last week. Now, once again, let me begin by reminding everyone. I don't listen to my own podcasts. This is recorded it's uploaded, boom, we move on. It's just automatic. It's like Steph Curry shooting a three. He hasn't gone back and, and watch his his greatest highlights. At least I don't think so. But, anyways, so here's what I wanted to convey. Now, as far as what I believe, like I said, the main the main point I was trying to get across last week was that everyone In the running community, has different values, different views, different opinions about what to consider, what is right, what is not right. So, in Mexi's point of view, does this Mexi worldwide? Mexi mind matters. To run a 5K, a 10K, I mean, if fat asses on the biggest loser with no training could do it, I really don't need a train to pull that to, to finish a race like that. Now, if you want to PR your 5K time or PR any time, regardless of the distance, then by all means, yes, train. That's 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 just logical. Now, Mexi will never travel here or there and around different states just to run anything short of a marathon distance. Unless he is forced to. So that was opinion number two I wanted to convey. Next year, 2022, I'm running a few halves because I lost some bets. And I got to sign up with my brother to run the Zion half marathon in April. Yeah. Unfortunately, I got to pay for both our entries. But you'll never see me purposely sign up. To go to a different state. Just to do a 5k. Unless. Said race. Is part of. A bigger. Combo. For example. Run a 5k in a marathon. Get a better medal. Run a 5k. A 10k. A half and a full. Kind of like the, the. The Dopey Challenge. In Orlando. At Walt Disney World. Then yes. Now. For those of you who claim virtual marathons are just training runs, that's what I was knocking last week. Because here's the thing. If you want to count your overall marathons, overall half marathons, you can run a half marathon a day for a year. To your overall number, by all means, count it. There's this guy who just just uh, broke the, uh, some kind of record last week, ran a marathon in each one of the UK states. For those who don't know, that is uh, England, Wales, North, Northern Ireland, and, and Scotland, all under 24 hours. So he basically averaged... Um, like five, five and some change hours for each marathon. At first, I thought I was very impressed. Then I went back and added up my times for the Seattle Quadzilla that I did back in 2017. Four and a half, five, 450, and six. Uh, last time I checked, that is also under 24 hours. So the article didn't say whether these were sanctioned races or not so that's the part that gets me that I also want to knock on is if it's for charity or if it's I don't know who gets a hold of these people and they get articles in Runner's World whereas Mexi's doing something that most people don't do I mean I gotta self promote like this is ridiculous get my own sponsors and shit fuck that but yeah, so I don't know if those are sanctioned races or not, but again, if he wants to count those towards his total, which I hope he does, that's fine. If he he's running them in a different state, of course, count them, sanctioned or not. That guy that's on Netflix, that documentary, the guy that ran an Ironman in each U.S. state in 50 days, those were not sanctioned. Ironman races. There is no Ironman race on every day of the week. So he just did the distance required for it to be a full Ironman. That is fine. So again, if you want to just count towards your overall total, virtuals to me are fine because that's what Mixi does. To me... It's a little bit more than a training run Because you got some parameters Depending on the race you sign up for For example If you sign up for a virtual race And they give you A month to upload the results Well you gotta run the race In consecutive Time One of those days During that month And then upload the results If you forget to upload the results Well then you're an idiot Now, to me, if you do that virtual from home, but you're signing up to do, say, the Aruba Marathon that Mexi was supposed to do this past weekend, I wouldn't count that towards the country of Aruba because I draw the line. Same thing with the states. I will not count it towards that particular state unless I flew... And did it there locally Whether live or virtually Does that make sense? Which is why I was glad That my 50 state accomplishment's are already done And apparently I'm working on A second round Because I've done so many races in so many states That There's only like a select few I haven't done two marathons in Apparently there's also a whole list of once I've done half and fools in, so yeah. So that's what I'm trying to say. Does that make sense? Because to me, a virtual run is not a training run. Because if you were to ever train, when I when I heard people say that, I started thinking about it after last week's podcast. The more I thought about it, the more I got angrier because. When you actually train for a marathon You don't run the distance 26.2 Prior to Running The marathon Because they expect you That final 3, 5 miles Whatever it is you train for Adrenaline will get you over that hump I've never trained for a marathon By running a marathon A week or two before And that's the thing Most of these people who were Complaining Are shady and do other shit That most people are not aware of Like why would you be Part of a club That doesn't count virtual runs But that allows cheaters Full blown cheaters caught on video To belong to the club Like that that, that, But you don't count virtual races Yet, you do count races where literally somebody created the event because, I don't know, they couldn't find an actual state race to sign up for and there's no time, there's a bunch of loops and, oh yeah, that's a sanctioned race. It's literally on the side of the road. That's fine though. That's what I'm saying. So I hope that clarified what I was talking about. And again... I have runners that I look up to. Mainly some of those people I respect in the running community. Like Coach Super. Same thing. Part of clubs for life. Turns out they weren't the shit. Now what? You can't really un unjoin a life a club that you sign up lifetime for. But you do your own thing. Speaking of Coach Super. If you have not signed up, using promo code MEXI for your classes at Super Studios 253, do so now. It's the beginning of summer. Everybody wants to look good now that we're out and about. Use promo code MEXI. Save on your first class. Super Studios 253, proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. As is hand and sew massage, use promo code NOW, promo code MEXI, and save on your membership or your first massage. Additional perks not included. And so, massage proud sponsor of the Mexi my Matters podcast, as is American National. Call my man Raymond now, he'll hook you up. Use promo code Mexi to save on your bundling. Home, auto, live, get your umbrella policy. American National, proud sponsor of the Mexi my Matters podcast and the Green Tender. Go to greentender.com, sign up now, use promo code Mexi and save on your first cleanse. I don't care if you do a two, three, five a day, as long as you promo code Mexi and tell them. The main man sent you. The Green Tender, proud sponsor of the Maxi My Madness podcast. Now, to the main itty-gritty-bitty show today. I don't know why. I don't know if it's if it's just this week. I, I don't know. But I feel like the older I get... I used to, well actually let me start let me start again. I used to think that my behaviour in life back in the day used to mimic Mike Lowry from Bad Boys, the Bad Boys franchise. But now as I got older and the older I get, the more I realize my life is like the captain's life in that franchise. Mike Lowry and Marcus basically wake up every day. I think it's a Bad Boys 2 where he says this that hey Marcus, hey Mike, how you doing? I Hey, let's see how we can fuck up the captain's life today. Oh, I know. Then the scene goes on. Replace Mike Lowry Or Marcus, the actors Will Smith and um, Martin Lawrence with random shit, random people that I literally, I honestly believe people wake up and this must be, this might be self-centered and if it is, fuck you because it's my podcast, not yours. But the amount of people that I honestly think there's literally, like the amount of shit that gets thrown my way you have to wake up daily and just think you know, let me see how I can fuck up Mexi's life today. Let me see how I can piss him off and see what happens. People like the media the sports world. Oh, the Lakers got ousted of the playoffs. Shocker. LeBron is not the goat. Shocked. Appalled. Oh, now he wants to bring Russell Westbrook or Damian Lillard. Really? How many times do I have to remind people that he's not the goat? There, there's a reason I watch undisputed. Because, as, as, as ridiculous as Skip Bayless sounds sometimes, when he talks about LeBron, he is on point. So, the fact that I have to listen to friends of friends or other people on my social media talk about how the Lakers are out, oh my God, LeBron did this, LeBron is this, LeBron doesn't have help, shut the fuck up. Are you kidding me? Last week, Michael Rappaport said it best. I shared it on my timeline. Go and listen to that clip. How on earth do the Lakers have... He said six. I'm pretty sure it's eight. Eight people on the roster from Clutch Sports, LeBron's agency, LeBron's buddy-buddy, is beyond me. Oh, what do the Lakers need to do to get better? Uh, Get rid of LeBron at age 36 because clearly he's useless compared to these young guys. And get rid of everybody on the roster... Except maybe A.D. Everything I said this season and the, and the last season is true. And as I told the people that came at me this week, trying to piss me off. When your GOAT, a.k.a. Blind witness, you know, the leader of the Blind Witnesses. When he came to the Lakers and, and for four years and brought all these cronies with him I said he better win four rings in four years then I'll call him the GOAT no, this is the West first year, didn't make the playoffs faked the groin injury second year, the bubble happened oh, he actually won the easiest path to the championship I would hope so this year, fakes a high ankle sprain and supposedly he was playing on one leg Get the fuck out of here. Other people who like to wake up and see how they can piss me off. Oh. I'm just going to call her the accountant now. Because really, you can't really call yourself an office manager when there's literally four employees. Because everybody left during the pandemic because nobody was working for home. And you're the only one that still doesn't do shit from home when you send if you can't even look at an email and see who it was sent to how useless are you at your job when you can't figure out from simply looking at a personal injury file where you fucked up and put the unbilled costs like if somebody has like if I get in three separate accidents over the course of Oh, I don't know, three years. And you did such a piss poor job that you didn't separate the unbilled costs? Yeah. you can't, And you can't even figure out how to fix your mistake? Maybe you should be doing something else. Like, I don't care that, oh, you're about to be with the firm for 12 years. The fact that you have to put that yourself on the calendar to remind, I don't know who you want to remind because we don't give two shits, is sad. Because in those 12 years, oh, I've looked at the stats, you weren't that great of a case manager, you weren't that great of an office manager, you weren't that great of a negotiator whenever you did negotiate. And you're not very good at accounting. I mean, I actually have an MBA and I know how to count. I know how to figure shit out. That's what's sad. When we have to send cases or pick up cases because other people drop the ball. That aggravates me, yes. When I have to fix your mistakes, that pisses me off. When I literally ask, I ask one thing. Because most of the time I can send a text. But if I call you, that means it is very important, and you should probably answer the phone. But when other people when I see you answer the phone for other people that that you don't want to talk to, but when I call you don't answer. That is a big no no. Especially when I need something from you and I asked for it. You said I don't need it. Oh, turns out I did. If you ask me to move, I've said this multiple times. What are the three things you better be telling me? One, how many pieces of heavy furniture we're moving? Two, How much time it's gonna take and three compensation. I hate not planning out things out. When you wanna go with things on the fly, that is aggravating. Hell, my wife does it at home. And then wonders why I get frustrated. I already scheduled, we're not even a month, it's a month away and I already scheduled my annual physical with my doctor. She complains about her doctor not knowing what to do. Hey, you could switch doctors. Have you called my doctor? Oh, you haven't yet. You haven't made the appointment. Oh, I'm too busy at work. I'm sorry. Being too busy at work means you can't text anybody, you can't listen to shows, listen to music, do all these things that you claim you're too busy to do. But when I see these things happening, in my head, how are you that busy? See, working for a personal injury firm, I could be out doing an intake, a client could need me to meet with them impromptu, I could be shooting a three, writing a demand, I could be, you know, have some downtime and, and listen to Undisputed while I, oh, I don't know, order medical records. But working for an actual firm, you don't have the luxury to check your phone. Everybody that works from home doesn't do shit. There's so many adjusters that still work from home. And I'm like, I can't even get you to send me a check, respond to an email in a timely manner. You sit at your home, in your desk, in your office, or whatever you deemed was your office or is your office. I call you and I can hear your kids in the background just annoying the shit out of me. I can't even imagine how you thought having kids was good. Was a good idea. It aggravates me to the core. The other day, I had to get up early, and I was watching the Laker game. When you know when we got eliminated, I had five hours of sleep. Did I bitch about it? No. But yet, I have to constantly hear people, oh my god, I'm so tired, oh my god, yada, yada, yada. Just, just yesterday, my wife's family wants to Go to Kentucky so we can look at the land that we uh, that they own, put it in our name. Oh, let's take a two-day let's take two days off work for that. No, you don't need to take two days off fucking work for that. I could take a Friday, go down there, check it out, boom, done. You wanna do this before the everyday weekend? Great. But let's plan accordingly. See, right now on my race calendar, you gotta book. Ahead of time, because my races are in there way in advance. Right now, this coming weekend, Jordan's reception from last year. Oh, that's been in there for a while. Guess what? No races planned. No live races planned this weekend. Done. My wife's birthday. Ooh, we have a. I like how I like how she was like. Oh, we, let's take the dog. Can we take the dog with us? Yes, we can. Problem is. Well, depending on what you want to do, we can't always take the dog with us. So now what are we supposed to do? Oh my God, nobody wants to watch the fucking dog. Well, that's annoying. Especially when these are people coming to us wanting other shitty favors from us. And you can't even watch the fucking dog. Speaking of the dog, I had to figure out this week why the dog was throwing up bile. I'm not a vet. But I damn sure asked. Somebody create me an invoice. Did they do that? No they did not. I. Am going to sue our vet. Because clearly. While I go do the New England challenge. You. Make us take the dog to the vet. Only to run a bunch of tests. Find out nothing's wrong with the dog. And give him some anti throw up medicine. Turns out. All I had to do was go on Google, do some research. Turns out it is very common for the dogs to throw up bile. As long as they don't do it two days in a row or multiple times in the same day. There are various reasons for it. Allergies, going too long without eating, heat stroke, eating grass. All things... That Nina likes to do. Huh. Well when we were asked how often was she throwing up, guess who didn't know the answer? And I'm like I'm sorry, I did not know I needed to keep track of this too. So now guess who's keeping track? This guy. Cause now she's fine. Oh we're attributing to switching back her food to grain free. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that helps with her digestive system, I'm not disputing that. But I'm also pretty sure if she eats some grass, she'll throw up again. Because she's a fucking dog. Who nobody believed me when I said she ate her own poop. Guess what? She eats her own poop. Makes you think twice about letting a dog lick you, doesn't it? So yeah. But by all means, let me bend over backwards for you. That's That's what people need to understand. If I can't count on you... And if I can't count on you not to piss me off, and if I can't count on you not to help out, but then you want stuff from me in a timely manner, that's when I get pissed and frustrated. I'm not going to enjoy, if I offer my services, pick a date and time, let's stick to it, let's do it. Okay, yeah, let's do it on this day. And then it turns out you didn't even check. With the people you're supposed to check with. To get it done. And then you switch it up. Last minute. No. I got shit to do. Like I said. Wife's birthday. That's blocked out. No races that weekend. Jordan's reception. That's blocked out. No races this weekend. My cruise. Don't even get me started. Our honeymoon cruise. That we still have not taken. Has been moved multiple times. All I ask is cancel it, move it, keep it there. So it went from Alaska in July 2020 to Mexico, Riviera, January 2021, back to Alaska, May of 2021. Alaska. We've stopped in Skagway, the little moose farm we want to go to, September of 2021, you know, the 25th to October 2nd. Oh, they force us to get vaccinated. I get vaccinated. Oh. No, it doesn't fucking matter if they force you or not. Oh, guess what? The Skagway stop is off the schedule. Got to move it now to August. The week before Labor Day. Skagway's back on the stops. Uh, one of the stops on the cruise. Great. Uh, did you not check the excursion that we wanted would be on there? Oh, yeah. I guess it's not on there. Uh huh. Even though this is Skagway, Alaska, which is in the U.S., which we're opening back up. So why the fuck did it get moved? How about you actually give me an answer, Norwegian Cruise Line? Oh, no. Now it's off the table. The wife really wanted to do it. So now we, we... We're not going to Alaska. We're not going there. So now I got moved again. All I ask is for that to be done in a timely manner. Finally gets done. Moved to January 2nd, to January 9th, 2022. The Mexican Riviera we wanted to. Oh, now I get more vacation time. Excellent. Because it's a new year. We're actually closed that Monday. Great. Let me take my honeymoon... Two and a half years after I get married. Book it. Lock it up. Exclusive rights. That's all I want. Finally, we're able to go back into the haven. Where you get your own butler. You actually get a phone. It's like a cell phone. Where it rings directly to your butler. And they do whatever you say you need to get done. No additional cost. Yeah. That is great. Now, if Mexico doesn't open back up and the excursion's not there, I mean, other than going, I mean, it literally stops Cabo, Maslan, Puerto Vallarta, Ensenada back to LA. Starts and stops and ends in LA. Oh, we get on the boat first. We get off the boat first. Oh, massages are included. Great. The Haven is one of the biggest rooms. Excellent. Hell, we can even get off the boat at Ensenada, go quickly to sign the wifey up, and make her an actual Mexican citizen. That is glorious. So now, if Mexico doesn't open back up, oh, I have no problem staying seven days on the fucking boat in the Haven. While you sail up and down the Pacific. Yeah. Glorious if you ask me. But yes. Bottom line is. Please. I swear. If you deal with me on the regular basis. Take. Some consideration. Into. The nonsense you're about to throw my way. I don't care if you're my friend. My follower. My client. Or regular Joe Schmo I see once a week. Do not piss me off. That's all I have to say. Now. If you'll excuse moi some of us have to go see our dentist. I hope you enjoyed the uncaffeinated, unscripted podcast. All the shows are available on iTunes and SoundCloud. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Let me know what you think. Hit us up on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube, you know the deal. And as always, remember people, where there's a Mexican, there's a way. Until next time.